Hello, everybody. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Good. Good to see yeah. you. Good to see you too. It's it's a little loud on your part, so I got a feeling the microphone, or you're really close. You got a new computer or something along those lines. Is this better? Yes. Okay. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. You National, National, lacrosse, National Lacrosse Champions. National Lacrosse Champions. Not only National Lacrosse Champions, but a perfect eighteen and undefeated eighteen and zero. Congrats. They, they now compete with the 90 Qs team for the greatest team of all time. Yeah, no. Yeah, you no. didn't know that? You, you don't have Gary Gate until you get until you have the best lacrosse player ever. Yeah. <laughs> we went 18 and 0, and only one game, only the two games were close. We're right. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're pretty good. You, you, guys, you guys did a good job this year. So, congratulations. You now have a championship. We do. We actually should have probably won the women's too. But what can you do? And then we are we we lost in the final four. We were the no. number two seed. See, Memorial and, Day used to be something of a tradition for Syracuse going to the final four like every year. And then this year the coach was Gary Gate. And we did I think we went like nine and thirteen. We definitely had don't you miss relevancy in all capacities. You know what I hate even more? Not only are my team well, first of all, the Mets are doing pretty well. That the, right. they're, they're ten. Let's, let's 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 get out of June. Well, look, they. You You're know what? Team. Well, they're not only are they ten and a half games up on the next team in the division, but that is the biggest spread of any division winner in any division at the June first mark in history. So that's not bad. No, but did baseball really start yet? Look, we uh, okay, okay. So, so hold on. So, June first is not a barometer for you. So, what's the barometer? July first, August first, about August first to August fifteenth is when. It's when half when half the teams make the playoffs, I think it's let. I think it it has come closer to the start of the season. I mean, all, that's the big all, problem, all right? Mean, all, all it means is an extra week or two weeks of playoffs. And I'll be honest, playoffs. playoffs I'll be honest. I mean, it feels like the NBA playoffs have been going on for about six months right now. And we have game one starting tomorrow. And, of course, I got to tell you, the NHL playoffs seems to seem to have been going on even longer. As I, as when the Rangers won the other night, uh, when, the Rangers won the, <laughs> when the Rangers won the other night, I was like, wait, are they in the finals? Like, the Lightning had won so quickly. I, I don't think the Lightning have played in like 10 days. And now they get to put, now they put the Rangers tonight eight o'clock. No, well, hopefully um, the game, hopefully the game is as much fun as Game One of Colorado Edmonton. As a defense, as a defensive guru, I'm sure you loved it. Yeah. Well, you know the one thing that you can say is we don't get enough Connor McDavid. <laughs> that is we, true. Uh, we we just do not get enough Connor McDavid. Uh, what he did against the Flames that that game winning goal. The whole series between him and Drastic. Mean, the game winning goal. He, he was Gretzky ish. Yeah. I mean, I, I, he's been Gretzky ish the first two rounds of the playoffs. It's what happens when you have seven number one picks and eventually it pays off. I mean, good well, Lord. That team feel, felt like that team had every first round pick from like 2012 to 2017. And you know how many of them are still on the team? Two. Yeah. Connor and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. 
Wow, look at you, Ryan. I used Nugent to follow Hopkins. it a lot more. I used to follow it a lot more. You and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Wow, that okay. Uh, am I wrong? Am I wrong? I am not, no, I am not worthy. I mean, seriously, I really that was good stuff. I, I am you. I am mildly impressed. Mildly. I'll take what I can get. It takes a little bit longer for me to get a lot impressed, but mildly impressed. I've been trying for 12 years. I haven't got there. <laughs> 15 years? Whatever it is. I've been trying for a long time. I haven't gotten there. I'm not too worried about it now. And you're wearing an Oklahoma City shirt. which I am. I, 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 love, the, I love the winners. I, I have not seen that shirt. That's a pretty cool shirt. I like it. Thank you. Well, no, this is the perfect time to be an Oklahoma City fan, at least for the next four years. I mean, you have every draft pick. I mean, I mean, you have nothing to look forward to except the draft, like the next four years. Well, I mean, I find it harder and harder to root for the Nets. My Blazers are a rebuild again and are going nowhere. Rebuild or retool? Wait, retool. rebuild or retool? But I mean, again, if you're going to rebuild, if you're going to retool, how far are you going? I mean, you're going to trade for Jeremy Grant. You have the seventh pick. You're going to take. You know, some eighteen-year-old Jaden Ivy. I mean, so, not, you, won't even, you won't even get Ivy or Sharp. They're probably Sharp. Going you may get. You're not going to get Ivy. I mean, your first five pretty. It seems like Ivy, Murray, Bencaro, Holmgren, Holmgren. and Smith are all kind of there. Um, luckily, we have we have time until we have the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's like throwing darts at a board in, in the eighteen-year-olds. This, year this year is a mess. But every look, but every year is now. Because they're just eighteen-year-olds. I mean, yeah, it's just becoming yeah. progressive, progressively and progressively harder for you to build a team. It's it used to be, hey, don't draft Leon Smith. Now it's everybody's Leon Smith. Exactly. So I mean, I, I look at the Nets. Durant supposedly made one out because they're not going to max out Kyrie. Yeah, he's going I, to the Lakers. What did you say? He's going to the Lakers. For who? Or LeBron's coming to the Nets. Did yeah. you see that? Sure. For what? What does either team have to offer either of these people? So so the, the proposed trade, I think the, I saw the Lakers the their first round pick in 2033? No, I, no, it was actually Durant. It was LeBron to the Nets. Right. LeBron. For Ben. Yeah, yeah, that was the look. For Ben Simmons and Joe Harris. When did this? I haven't never. I haven't even heard this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really holding my breath on this. And as someone who hates super teams, good lord, would I want nothing to do with that? Durant um, and LeBron on the same team. I don't even know how that works. And then what do you? I think that would actually work pretty well. I think. I, I mean, because well, LeBron passes, yeah. Right. But I mean, and what are you doing with Kyrie? You're resigning uh, him to? Oh yeah, you're you're re, not full max, but you're re, you're resigning him. I mean, he wants a max deal. I'm not a Stephen A. Where? Fan. Where? Where is he going to get a max deal? He thinks the Nets are going to give it to him. I, I I don't know under what circumstance that happens. Um, Stephen A. Smith, who I am not a fan of, and you're not, I don't think you're a fan of, no. gave a three or four minute, I must have heard this a couple weeks ago, monologue on Irving. And it was actually, it was great. It kind of summed up how most basketball fans feel about him. And that he plays the martyr, 
And for as talented as he is, he's incredibly talented. He's not worth the aggravation. Is Kyrie a younger James Harden? No. Different. James Harden is not outwardly, not to the, it's a different, it's no, no, it's, sorry, I've never thought about it that way, but I I don't see. Well, they're both, they're both offensive players. Neither one of them plays a lick of D. True. They, they both are me first players. True. Right. They both have held out or maybe not held out, but certainly held teams hostage. I mean, Kyrie did it with Cleveland, right? And yes. forced the forced the trade to Boston. And then yep. did it in Boston and left when he said, Oh, I'll resign, and then pulled the Johnson Harris yeah, and saw Harden do it three t- do it twice. And played pajama boy. So I mean, we he see I said he did what pajama boy did to the Islanders in Oh Tavares. Sorry. Right. Most, most non Islander fans are unfamiliar with Pajama Boy. Well, anybody that listens to the show knows who I'm talking about. I don't have the slightest idea. I, I, don't, I guess I don't listen very well to the show. Or you don't listen to me. I try not it's, to. it's only been 15 years. I mean. But, um, yeah, no. I, well, are you really putting the Tavara? You comparing? No, I'm putting, no, but I am putting Kyrie as a younger Harden. Like, I really think that that is a good compare. Maybe not on the court because they're different types of players. But are they really different types of players on the court? And they're certainly not different off the court. They just well, do it in a different manner. Well, they do it in a very different manner. Harden is, seems to be incredibly passive-aggressive. Right. And Kyrie is anything but. Kyrie's not passive at all. Right. Just, you know, he's I, just aggressive. He's just aggressive. And... He just doesn't – it just doesn't really seem like he likes basketball, to be honest. To him, it seems like a means to an end, which is fine. But then you can't really have it the both ways that you want to manage the club with Kyrie, with uh, with Kevin, when you played 30 games in two years. You know, and, and they've – you know, between the vaccine and the bubble and this and that. And the problem is I don't know what you – what happens – so let me play a different card. Would you give Kawhi a max contract today? Because how is he any different? Like Probably it's not. Just, right? Probably I mean, not. All these guys, and granted, they are tremendous athletes. They probably could do more on one leg than I can do on two. And they talk about player empowerment, they're entitled to do what they're doing because the rules allow them to do it. I'm not begrudging that at all. Yeah. But then you get into a situation where you're kind of just tired of the nonsense. And I think I'm tired of all the nonsense here. I think it's easier to root for the Warriors. It's quite frankly, it's easy to root for the Celtics. I mean, I'm not a Celt. I will not be rooting for the Celtics tomorrow night, but I can see why people would. I mean, I find them very enjoyable. I don't find them enjoyable to watch, no. but I find the team enjoyable as personalities. Yeah, I mean, I like Jalen Brown a lot. I like Tatum. I like Hartford. A oh, Horford, excuse me. Smart. I've always, I love, always liked. Love smart. And. 
they just they grind and they play tough ball. I mean, that series was I, I don't know how you enjoyed that series. That series was utterly painful. And what would have been the probably the most fitting end to a series of that ridiculousness would have been Miami coming back from 13 down in the and last having, minutes. And having Butler hit the three. And having Butler hit the three. And Butler was fantastic. Um, anyone who anyone who has any issue with Butler, just stop. Well, I said, we said this two weeks ago, right? I mean, Jimmy Butler became a top 10 player this year. And that may have been because other players are such as Kyrie and Kawhi probably fell down. But I take Jimmy Butler over both of those guys right now. And and he's the only guy amongst the top 10 that doesn't play outside the three-point line at all. I mean, unless it's absolutely necessary. And he's also probably the only one, except for Jokic, that got drafted outside the top 15. I'd have to think about who. No, what was Gian, was Giannis fifteen? Giannis was thirteen. Okay, so just kind of going quickly through that list. Giannis was thirteen. Curry was seven. Doncic was three. Doncic Le- was three. LeBron was one. LeBron was one. Embiid was three. Um, Durant was two. Durant was two. Uh, Anthony. Yeah, I mean, if you put Anthony. I, I, I mean, he okay. won anyway, but I wouldn't. Right, agree. exactly. You know, I mean, the closest I guess you get is Mitchell. Mitchell, I think, was 17, 17? I don't I think he was probably late lottery. I, I could be wrong. Uh, Donovan Mitchell was drafted. He's actually a New York Knicks pro, NBA prospect profile on Donovan Mitchell, which is yeah, awesome. I guess that would have been nice. Uh, Donovan Mitchell was picked 13th. 13th. Well, you know, it also would have been nice if he took Stephen Curry over. Uh, they didn't have the. No, no, oh, no. He no, 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 had the no, pick no, after pick that. Before. Pick they before. Pick Look, you can fault the Knicks on a lot, but you can't fault them on that. If you want to fault true. any team on that, you can fault the Wolves. The Wolves, who, who took Rick, point Ricky cards. Rubio and, and uh, my guy Flynn. The guy from, um, yeah, from Syracuse. Yeah, Johnny yeah. Flynn. Johnny Flynn. Johnny Flynn. Johnny Flynn. Uh, that didn't work out too well. To be fair, Johnny Flynn did suffer a torn labrum in his hip, and that kind of is hard for a point guard to keep going. But is that, uh, is that, is that what happened? I knew he got yeah. injured. I didn't know this. Yeah, he tore, he tore his labrum in his hip. And Ricky Rubio, look, Ricky Rubio is exactly what Ricky Rubio should have done. Yeah. But it's it's interesting because you you look back on Stephen Curry, and remember, Stephen Curry definitely did not come out as this guy, right? I mean, even the first contract that he uh, got after his rookie deal, four years and $44 million, which later proved to be the biggest steal in NBA history. There were questions even when that was signed that the Golden State was getting their eyes pulled out from him. I I mean, because eyes covered, not eyes pulled out. They I were why sometimes I don't listen. I understand. They basically had the wolf pulled out over their eyes. That's what I was looking for. In that he had bad ankles, right? He didn't play very much in, in the two years before that. So for him to come out with this kind of what he has become certainly was not expected. So to say that, oh, 10 teams passed on Stephen Curry, well, 
Okay. I mean, who were – well, I only remember who went before him. That, that's a good question. I mean, obviously, we just named two of them. But um, Ricky Rubio draft. Yes, I still am calling it the Ricky Rubio draft. Um, what year was that? 2012, 2013, something. 2009. 2009. There you go. You got it up? Blake, yep, Blake Griffin. Okay. Asim Fabit. Yeah, that worked out well. James Harden. Tyreek Evans. Ricky Rubio, Johnny Flynn, Stephen Curry, Jordan Hill. That was the Knicks pick. That was the Knicks pick, yeah. And look at the pick Rosen. There you DeMar go. DeMar DeRozan, Brandon Jennings. So it wasn't yep, a bad two. draft. Yeah, Drew Holiday. It wasn't a great draft. It wasn't bad. You had, I mean, you had five legitimate all-stars. And not, you know, I mean, Holiday, DeRozan, Curry, Harden, Griffin. Actually, Danny Green went 46th in that draft, and Patty Mills went 55th. I mean, Patty Mills also got cut like 12 times before you and Patrick Beverly went 42nd. I think the second round, the second round might've been just as good as the first. Not for star pack, not for star power. Blake Griffin, James Harden, Stephen. No, 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 hold on, hold on. Not for star power, but for value, for value. You you got Dante Cunningham at 33. You got Jaberka, Jarebko at 39. Beverly. Yeah. Beverly at 42, Danny Green at 46. I mean, you don't see guys, Patty Mills at 55, you don't see guys in the late second round even going more than five years. These guys are all 10-plus years. Patrick Beverly, I mean, he's still going. He He's an all-defensive player. Well, not, not this year, but all-defensive player. He's played eight years, uh, 10 years, excuse me, 10 years. Yeah, I mean, there's – He got – you got five guys that have played ten plus years in the NBA in that in that second round. I'm actually that, looking at the second round of the next draft. It's not very good. Um, yeah, find me another find me another draft where it goes more five guys of ten plus years. All right, I'm looking, dude. I'm looking. All right, you go later. I'll go earlier. And I don't think there are very many. The year before there were two, three. The year oh. before in two thousand six. There were two, three, including Roman Sessions, one of my favorites. The year before, one. Why was two, Roman Sessions one of your favorites? I was just joking. The year before, it was four, including Paul Millsap at 47, who, who is still playing 16 years later. The year okay, before. Like pretty- okay, I got one. I got one. So 2005. Wow, there were a lot of second-round picks. I'm not sure why. There were so many second-round picks. No, still the same amount. Um, you got Brandon Bass, C.J. Miles, Urson Ilavosa, Ronnie Turiaf, Monte Ellis, Lou Williams, Amir Johnson, Ooh. Amir Johnson, and Marcin Gortach. So you had one, two, three, four, five, six, eight guys in the second round play more than ten years. All right. That's impressive. I think that's this good. One beat, I think this beats it though. Okay, what do you got? Okay. Third, first pick of 2012, Thomas uh, Sidoreski, who's the point guard for the Wizards for a while. Yep. Jay Crowder at 34, Draymond Green at 35, Chris Middleton at 39, Will Barton at 40, Mike Scott at 43. 
I think there's your uh, there's your value. Yeah, and and you still got guys that could still. I mean, they can go longer, right? I mean, yeah, that's pretty good value. Chris Middleton at thirty nine, and and Draymond Green at thirty five. What do you think of Draymond Green saying I should have been an All Defensive First Team instead of Second Team when he only plays forty six games? No. You think there should be a playing game requirement? Yes. Okay. You played half the games. You should not be an all anything. You shouldn't be all NBA. You shouldn't be an all-star if you're going in and only play 20 out of 40. An all-star is more of a kind of a ceremonial anyway. Sure. No, you paid 40. If you played six, less than 60% of the games, why would you Why would you be an all anything? He's He made all second team, by the way. Great. Good I friend. would like – okay, so, so switching gears, and we'll come back to the NBA finals uh, in a little bit. By the way um, – if Nabate comes near me and I put a guy on the injured list next year, that's illegal. Can I slap him the same way Jack Peterson slapped uh, Tommy Fan? Tommy Fan, because that might have been the funniest thing I've ever seen. Is a ten thousand dollar fantasy football league. First of all, the buy-in is ridiculous. <laughs> well, that's why it's among major league baseball players. Right, they make an average of these guys. I don't know who else was in the league. Mike Trout. Mike Trout was Mike Trout. Mike Trout was the commissioner. Eric Hosmer was in it. Manny okay, Machado Hosmer was in it. Makes thirty million a year. I know. I know. I'm like, wow. But you know why? You know why Tommy Fan and Jeff Peterson slapped each other because they're the they're the only two that are earning under ten million dollars in the entire league. There's a transaction fee. They can't afford it. It's like five hundred dollars a transaction to to put Jack put to put uh. To put Wilson on the IR, Jeff Wilson. It must be nice. It must so, be nice. So, so who, you, who you got? Who you got in the NBA Finals? What are you thinking? Golden State in seven. Um, I, I think I think it's a good matchup. Um, you have a defensive team led by you have, you have an extremely athletic defensive team. You have your defensive player of the year. You have, but and on the other end, you have this offensive juggernaut. That's just. I don't know why. I'll be honest. I feel like I should be taking Boston in this, but I just got the feeling Golden State's going to do what they always do. Find a way. Find a way. <laughs> I I mean, Golden State has put up the worst stinkers in this in the in this playoff. I mean, losing by what fifty something to Minnesota. Look, I mean, Golden, Golden State shouldn't be here. If John Morank it doesn't get hurt, Golden State's not here. So what if Chris Middleton doesn't get hurt? Boston's not here. What's your point? Maybe. No, I think that's a maybe. maybe. Not maybe. You're going to tell me Middleton missed all seven games. I know. And Boston won two or three of the you know won one or two of these by pretty close. If sure. if if Middleton is there, Milwaukee's in the finals. Okay, I have no doubt about that. Um, so you, and you can't play you can't play the what if game anyway. That's fair. Okay. Although Memphis Dallas would have actually been a lot of fun. Yeah. And Memphis really has to be saying what if, right? I mean, seriously, you they can't. you just can't. All right. So I, I think this all depends on Robert Williams' health. 
I think if Robert Williams plays all seven games, the Celtics win. Do you think if it Robert, goes seven? I assume you I think, think it's going sexy. I, I cannot I, imagine you think they're going to win in Golden State on game, on game seven. It's Boston in six or Golden State in seven. It's one of those. Okay. Okay. No, look, that's my opinion. If you think Boston wins a game seven in Golden State, that's fine. I think they can. I don't think they will. I think that if I don't, first of all, I don't think Williams plays all seven games. So it doesn't matter anyway. I think it could go seven regardless. But I think if, if Williams plays six of the games, Celtics win. If Williams plays seven of the games, Celtics win. If he plays less, then they lose. I don't, the, Williams is that much of a difference maker for that Celtics team defensively. He's the only guy that can block a shot on that team. And when he does block a shot, he blocks like, I think in the, the last meeting he had four blocks in 24 minutes against the Celt- against the Warriors. Did you, did, not against the Warriors, against the Heat. Did no, I'm saying, that- it, it, no, no, the last game against the Warriors. Oh, okay. He had four blocks in 24 minutes. I mean, that's not bad. No, that's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad. That is not what, bad. So, what were you so, going to say? So, you, are you picking? Are you picking Boston then? No, because I don't think Williams will play seven games. So, I'll take the Warriors well, and Should we should we be expecting an angry call from Mark anytime soon? So far, I have not got. I, I've gotten one text in the last three weeks from Mark about the Celtics. So, I got a feeling he's using this as. If I don't text Sean, they'll keep winning. And if I do text Sean, they'll start losing. Which, look, Mark, you're welcome to be on the show whenever you want. You're even more welcome if Boston loses. Because I am happy to have that conversation with you. A gleeful Mark Rubin, if they win, will actually be kind of awesome. Because, it, you know, it's always nice when you see your friends win something. Um, even I don't know. I don't root for you very often to win something. Dude, I have no shot, so it doesn't matter. Well, oh, yeah, it's true. You're never close. I mean, the last one you were close was what? The Mets in 15. Yeah, I'll, I'll be close this year. At least I'll be in. At least I'll be in the game. I mean, that's the other thing, right? You gotta be in the playoffs. You gotta be no. The, look, last year I was close with the Islanders. I was pretty close with the Islanders, and you were rooting for me last year. Of course, I'm rooting for you. I'm screwing with you. You won, you won two championships in your bleeping lifetime. Why wouldn't I root for you? I mean, since 1980, let me rephrase. In the last 30 years, you've won Syracuse. Yep. That's all you got that I can think of. Mets, Jets, Islanders. What team am I missing? Knicks. Mets, Jets, Knicks, and Islanders, and Jets. So yeah. you, you, you won one championship and gone to three finals in 32 years? Yeah. Yeah, it's been ungood. Why would I for you? you it's been ungood. This. It's been ungood. I need something, right? You do. I need. I need this. I need this. So yeah. So okay. So we got that. So are you picking who are you picking in the NHL? Because you know I am wholeheartedly rooting against the Rangers. So uh, Colorado and Tampa. Colorado and Tampa. Okay. I think Tampa's got. I, look, Tampa hasn't played in like two weeks. So if they are. Uh, they are extremely well rested, and we that series starts tonight at eight o'clock. So I will pick uh, Tampa, and obviously we saw it would be nice to see Connor McDavid in the finals, though it just would be. But I, I think Tampa is going to beat either team. So back to back to back Stanley Cups. Haven't seen that in a really long time. I think the last team that we saw that was the Oilers. Did Pittsburgh ever do it? 
I think they won two in a row. I don't think they won. Oh, three. then with David Volek, that was the David Volek. Yes, it was nineteen. No, oh, I thought you were talking about the Crosby's Crosby Penguins. Well, they didn't I win they three won. in a row. They may have gone to three in a row. No, I'm saying I think they won two in a row. I don't think I think both Pittsburgh teams won two in a row. I don't think I either. Don't remember won. if the Crosby team did. I know the I know the Lemieux team did because they lost in Eastern Conference. Was it semis to you guys? Yeah, us. David. The David Volek game. Number 20, David Volek. Yes. Uh, I, I have, that's about my, I mean, that's about all I know about David Volek. I, <laughs> that's enough to know about David Volek. That's enough. So, so I will tell you something. It's very strange that the Yankees are so quiet. Like, they're like the sleeping giant this year so far. I, you don't hear much except outside of Josh Donaldson being a racist from that team. It's such a weird comment. I didn't know really, to be honest, what to make of it. So do you know where the origins are from? Yeah. Why he made the comment? Tim Anderson made the comment that he was the new Jackie Robinson. The new Jackie. I mean, with that comment, I don't know. Again, I don't know Josh Donaldson. I don't know his background or anything. Except that he's a damn he's a damn good player, and half of his teammates can't stand him, in general. But I don't know right. if the comment constitutes being racist. I don't. I mean, it's just a weird comment to make to somebody that you don't know, or he did know him and kind of made it. You know, it'd be one thing making fun of somebody you know and making that comment, but it's kind of random just to say it. You know, three years after the fact, the guy you don't have a relationship with. Yeah, I totally get it. I would, but aside, and then he winds up on the injured list right after he gets suspended. So you're kind of wondering, well, take a little bit off, a little bit off the top, but um, exactly. But yeah, I mean, the only discussion with the Yankees right now is the Derek Jeter seven part ESPN thing, which I'll be honest, I could probably skip. And he joined Twitter yesterday. Yeah, well, I think just to promote the the show. Did you see what he said on Twitter? No, what did he say? He said, I didn't have to jump in the stands. <laughs> he said the truth something to the effect of the truth has come out. I don't have I did I never really had to jump in the stands. On that on that uh, on that well, kind I, of, it. of course yeah. he's talking about the Red Sox catch on the July 4th game. But um no, no, no. He's talking about wait the no. I think he's talking about the the uh, the Oakland A's, wasn't it? He wasn't in the stands on the Oakland A's game. I thought he was Sox in the stand. Oh, the Red Sox game. You're right. Yeah. Yep. No, the Oakland A's was the one he ran from shortstop to second, and then the back to first, and did the right, back right, back. right. He wasn't anywhere near the stands. Yeah, yeah. He said, "I didn't need to be in the truth comes out. I didn't need to be. The, or I finally admit it. I don't need to. I didn't need to be in the stands." So what do you we're we're gonna talk about a couple of real topics here. What do you think? I mean, we don't talk about golf ever. What do you think of this uh, of the of the of the contrarian tour in Saudi Arabia, run by the, the Saudi Arabia consortium? The the LIV tour? The LIV the Liv tour. The LIV tour, which became a big thing when Mickelson was supposed to do it, and now Mickelson's not in it. Because nobody's heard from Mickelson. Right. Since apparently he lost twenty million dollars gambling in over a two-year span, did you yeah. hear about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
hey, Michael lost that much. You know he definitely lost that much at some point. Right. But Jordan was making 80 to you know 60 to 80 million dollars a year. So was Mickelson. Mickelson was we I think was making about 40 with between income and endorsements. So it's a little I mean, look, these are numbers I can't particularly relate to, but if you're making 40, you're paying tax and all the other crap to over 20. You're taking home 15 to 20 and you're built you're gambling 10 million. You know, you'd think so, be Phil, so Phil Mickelson has earned a hundred and forty million dollars in mm. in career earnings. That's just career earnings. Okay, but he's been playing for twenty. He's been playing for twenty some odd years. Okay, that's fair. Is that that's fair? I'm trying to look up his net worth right now. Uh, with sponsorship, do 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 do. Um, so in 2020, he came in 25th overall with $40.8 million. Yeah. So right, right? His net worth $300 million. $300 million? Yeah. Oh, Forbes also estimates that Mickelson's career money earned from sponsorship is about $750 million. So he's lost, he's lost 300 during that or 400 during that. Man. What a he hard bet, life. Did, did he bet futures on, on, on pumpkins on November 1st? <laughs> I've never heard that. That's good. I like you that. From? The Simpsons. No, um, that's why I've never heard it. There you go. So, you know, the, the tour itself, what do you say? The tour, the tour itself is kind of like the USFL, right? Except they don't have Donald Trump. They don't have Donald Trump, and they're specifically blocking anyone who is playing in the tour from playing on the PGA tour or the European tour. Right. Well, that's what the USFL did. I mean, if you play in the USFL, you couldn't then go play in the NFL. I mean, well, you were either you playing. If you, you could, if you could get in. Typically, no, the USFL but, wasn't talented enough to. No, but I'm saying like Herschel Walker couldn't play spring ball for the USFL and then go play fall ball right. for the but NFL. This is happening at the same time. Right. So well, you then, can't play, like the first, the first tournament is in London or outside right. of London. Right, and then the RBC is this is this year, right. this week. You can't as well. play in this tour and then potentially play, you know, whatever next week. Yeah, it's a competing league. It's much like the federal league with with Major League Baseball. Granted, that was in the nineteen twenties. That was nineteen hundreds. Yeah, I mean, I, well, the question is, but do you think the PGA should be banning anyone who plays in this league? Should be play, banning anyone? Pretty much saying either play in ours or play or play in theirs, but don't, you can't get both. Well, they certainly have the right to do it. Whether they should or shouldn't is a different story. But they have the right. look that the same way that you can't you have a non compete potentially in your employment agreement, you can't then go and work somewhere else at the same time. You can't compete against the your your boss. Right, but the question is, are they independent contractors? Even independent contractors, even consultants, might have that in their in their contract. Typically don't. I mean, again, no. they do. They do. They may in this case because of what they do. Well, let, let's let's go down a different road. So you have an engineer that works for Intel, right? And then you have that same engineer. I guarantee you is forbidden from working for Apple. I guarantee it. Agreed. At the same time, they are competitors. A hundred percent. Fair. So he may, that is true. Um, yeah, there may be. Do you have? I mean. Not that any of us, neither of us watch golf or give much of a damn about golf. 
you have any interest in seeing in seeing it at all or seeing how it no. look look i'll walk if if golf is on and there is nothing else on i will certainly watch golf uh, i i watch the masters when it's on I, I watch us open whatever whichever one's on father's day i think that's the masters right i watch that um i certainly I certainly watch the British Open, like all the majors I watch because they're on TV and nothing else is generally on at that point. But I'm not going to tune in. I'm not going to sit down and tune into the to either the RBC or the LIV tournament this year, this week. It, it holds no. I mean, the NBA Finals is probably going to be on Sunday, so I'll probably watch it at 3.30 if I had to guess. I mean, it starts NBA, tomorrow, NBA, right? Yeah, the NBA Finals are not on at 3.30. Every game is at eight thirty. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Game two. Every other game is nine o'clock. Oh, well, game two is on what Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. And they're not playing Sunday then. Nope. What a waste! What an absolute waste! Yep. Uh, for for many reasons, but first of all, how we we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. How does Jake watch a game like your son? He does. He watches. He watches. He watches the first quarter and then he's done, right? Maybe. No, he only watches the first quarter if it's an eight o'clock game. Right. I said maybe. I said maybe. Right. Yeah. Like we may let him stay up if it's Friday. If if it's Saturday night, maybe oh, we won't be home. But my parents are watching. They may let him watch the game for a half hour. But the rest of it, he watches sometimes on on demand because I have YouTube TV. That's uh, true. And he doesn't know the score, so he doesn't care. He no, he, although he does often come into my room and wake me up and ask me the score. Okay. But, no, he's like, this isn't fun. I don't get to watch the games. And he loves watching it. And, I mean, like he'll, tonight he'll watch the U.S. soccer teams on, so I'll put that game on for him to watch. And he watches – he doesn't – he's not really too into hockey. He, he just goes from sport to sport to sport to sport. Or the mm-hmm. or sport to sport to sport to wild crats to um, <laughs> to whatever is the next thing on the list exactly to occasionally dinosaur train which I know is one of your favorites yes um, but yeah he wants to watch sports and it's kind of exasperating that I can't I can't get him there well you, you can know? it's called baseball but you won't watch that <laughs> you can watch baseball all he wants I'm not going to watch it. That was what was so good, actually, about English soccer, because he'd wake up, he'd wake up on Saturday morning, and he could just put it right on. Right. That season, you know, those seasons are now over until August, um, with Man City winning and then Real Madrid winning the European a couple of days ago. Wait, so there's nothing during the summer at all? There's no league that's going on right now? No, I mean, okay. there's MLS, but I, I don't watch it. I mean, right. he would put it on; he wouldn't know the difference, but. He just really likes sports. There are yeah, worse things in life than to have a son who really likes sports. No, I agree. And so it's, can't, imagine it's a, where he, can't imagine where he gets it from. No, it's kind of a waste that that he can't watch any of the real sports because, uh, well, you call baseball not a real sport. So any of the sports that matter at this point, he doesn't get to watch because they're too late. Even the hockey's at eight o'clock tonight, so you're not going to get to watch that either. Not that he would, but he certainly. Yeah, he may. Yeah, he, may he he's like he's watched highlights. He likes it, um, but if he wants to watch, we'll put it on for a half hour. Yeah, but you know, it's you, it, you can't. I guess you're really not trying to grow the five, the two to seven year old, two to eight, ten year old demographic. demographic. Because he, the games, 
just are just too late. Heck, the game is too late for you. And I don't I mean that facetiously. You don't go to bed late. Yeah. So game ends at eleven thirty. I'm probably gone. Yep. Probably I'm probably out. Unless it's Minnesota and Memphis, which I seem to stay awake for every single game. Uh, you're gonna say why? And I was like, it was in, that was the most entertaining. That was the most entertaining series so far, by far. Uh, Not even was, close. That was a good series. It was a lot of fun. That so, was good. Boston Milwaukee was pretty good. There was a couple yeah. of good series. As far as the other tournament is concerned, look, competition is never a bad thing to me. Uh, I think I, I'm interested to see. First of all, the ratings, if people actually do tune in to watch it, because they're paying $25 million to the winner, so that money has to come from somewhere. And if it doesn't come from TV, un- obviously it comes from a Saudi prince somewhere. But Well, yeah, it's from it's a Saudi Arabian-backed consortium. No, but I'm saying, but they got to make money somewhere. They're, they're not going to keep this tour going if they continually lose money. I can't see that happening. So if you're not going to make money from the TV, where are you going to make the money from? I, I don't have an answer for that. And the USFL, which seems to be have, getting eyeballs, believe it or not, is uh, heading into the playoffs. Do you know any of the teams? Do you know the names of any of the teams? Are the Houston General, the Houston Gamblers still there? Or the New Jersey Generals or the Philadelphia Stars or any nope. of the Birmingham Stallions? Ah, there you go. Birmingham Stallions are 6-1. and one. Are they really? Well, all the games are being played in Birmingham. All of them. So they have home They have home field for every single game. And I believe they're either 6-1 and one or 7-1. and one. They are in first place. Um, yeah, in the USFL. So the playoffs start next week. Uh, Yay! I'll be honest. I have not watched one second of it. But I will tell you, it is – Jake can watch that football because that's not on at 8 o'clock at night. That's true. Um, it, that That is true. I just have not put it on. Wait, no, hold on enough. here. What's that? I'm looking here. The Stallions, the oh, the Tampa Bay Bandits, the Houston Gam- – the Houston Gamblers are still there. Oh, they took all the names. Yeah, the Gamblers, the Bandits, the Breakers, the Stallions, the Maulers, the Panthers, the Stars, and the Generals. Yeah, and the Panthers are awful. The Panthers, I believe, are one and six. How do you know that? Are they Boca? Are they the Boca Raton Panthers? And you just <laughs> a little game for four dollars and thirty-seven cents. Wow, you didn't even give me the senior discount on that one. Actually, I thought that was the senior discount. <laughs> no, they're one and six. I know that for a fact. Or one and seven, and they are eliminated from the playoffs. The Panthers are eliminated. I, that, that's that, that's a horrible shame. I'm not sure how they're going to how they're going to how Alabama, the state of Alabama is going to get around, get along along without professional football. But um, yeah, I, I just look if if Jake, we have some we have a few TVs in the basement now. A few TVs. I'll give you the tour. I'll give you the tour after the after the show. Fair enough. Um, it's almost done. Uh, it's it's been a long long. Oh look, supply chain is that way. So it's not going to really be anything. So, So, all right. So let's, let's wrap it up. So you got something for your five minutes. I got two. All Um, right. Bring it. Congratulations to the Ukraine soccer team who are now one game away from qualifying for the world cup. They had a play in game today. Did they have Steph? Did they have Howie Rose calling it? They're one step closer to the, to the Holy Grail. This is not not Stefan Mateau. (laughs) This is the Ukraine. 
Um, but it was a it was pretty neat to see the ending of the game. They won three. They outplayed. They hadn't played together for as a team for six months, um, and they they're in a four team play in to get in. Actually, they would whoever wins they play Wales, I believe, and the winner of that game is in the U.S. England Iran division for the World Cup. So that game is on yeah. Sunday. So congratulations to them, obviously, with everything going on. And I'm looking up the name of the guy. I forget. I saw um, he was a basketball player who played college ball. Here it is, Justin Hardy. Did you hear about this? Mm-mm. From Wash U. Yeah, he he um, was, I think, like kind of their star player and got diagnosed with stomach cancer. And there was a big, a few big stories. College Game Day did something on it. He ended up meeting up with a lot of the pro players and just kind of kept playing through the season. It was what was really keeping him alive. You know, he, he went from playing, you know, 35 minutes a game to playing two minutes a game. Um, actually graduated and then died this week or oh. died yesterday at age 22. So deepest condolences to him and his family. Wow. Okay. Uh, normally, I have no idea. This is your line. How do I follow that? But I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna follow that with oh, Morgan. Also, one other thing. Congratulations on Morgan for finishing her first year of preschool. Yay! Okay, so I have two things as well. Number one, uh, congratulations. I don't think I said this because I wasn't there, but uh, we didn't have a show last week. But congratulations to my brother for graduating college. That you didn't host is, the show last week without me. I did. I did not host the show without you. Way to Sorry. go, Mitch. Way to go, Mitch. Um, you know what? I, I am in. Hey, Jake. I'm in. I'm in pretty big awe of somebody that takes 25 years to do something and actually fulfills a commitment that he wanted to do. So, I have not been more proud of you in a very long period of time. And you're listening to the show. Because- hold on, guys, guys, guys. Hold on. Seth, do you see the eyeballs? We have two. We have two eyeballs right now. On our show, so one of them is definitely Mitch. So congratulations, hey, Mitch. Mitch! Keep I, doing, I, keep sending the video. Congratulations, and keep sending the videos from Iceland. Big fan. Yeah, big fan. And number two, we're going to follow the unfortunate stomach cancer with some good news about somebody that passed away recently, and that is John Madden will be on the cover of Madden Twenty Three, and that is amazing for so many, so many different reasons. But number one, and probably most important, the people that play Madden right now that are not of my age and Seth's age have no idea who John Madden is. And that, to me, is a shame. So I'm not sure if you know this, but they're actually bringing in some of his clips, and they're bringing, they're taking some of the audio from the past and putting it into – So he's broadcasting a lot of the game. That I which is it's pretty awesome. That's pretty so, cool. So it is pretty awesome that the last time he was on the main cover was the year 2000, which was released in 1999. So that is 23 years ago. It is awesome to have John Madden back, even if it's just in memory. So we'll go with that. So for Sean Palmer, that's Seth Kamins and Jake and Morgan. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, guys. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye.